Hello, David. I guess I didn't get the auto dial to you working or. Oh, the call? Uh, yeah. As a rule, I, I don't answer calls from unknown numbers. Ah, okay. Um, you, you dialed the number out, so it should have been coming in from the same number you dialed up before, but I guess it wasn't recognizable. So I, it's not saved to my contacts. So. Ah, okay. So you can always, so, now that you know it, you can add it if you want, and it will call you. Or I can stop the auto dial if it's annoying. But I find it useful to remember. Um, anyway. I'll add it. I'll add it. All right. Cool. So, what did you think of Tuesday's discussion? So, is so Dad's not going to join us? No, he's uh, busy today, so we get to have some quality time together. Okay. Um. So there were a couple of deviations from the plan that surprised me. Okay. Um. And um, I was also I was also surprised that your conception of leadership was something that uh, Ted didn't seem to know about, or what what we're what we're doing here. Um, so that was an interesting thing to learn as well. Okay. And um, Yeah, I think those are those are the big things I sort of want to talk to you about. Okay. Well, I mean, for Ted's point, it's just uh, uh, have you read Ted's Google Doc? Yes. Yeah. So I thought what I took from that was that um, he wasn't really quibbling so much about his specific role within the group as uh, expressing general concern about how this group is play about what the group is going to accomplish, which, you know, is a relatively common theme um, from him and others on the group. Like, wait, are we actually doing anything useful? Um, and if so, what is that? That's what I thought um, to be his main, the, the primary concern he had. That is the primary concern he has. And, and that's what he keeps expressing. I do think he has a secondary concern though. Yeah. Um, and I think that concern could maybe be expressed in the form of uh, he he doesn't he didn't sign up to 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 this leadership position that you were suggesting to, that he has, and I think he thinks you should be the one responsible for it. And I think he I think that would be his preference. That's that would be the secondary concern. Yeah, to be fair, he did he did accept the secondary role of kicking your and my butt if we don't do what we said we would do. Did he? Yeah, I explicitly asked him that question, and he explicitly said yes. We can review uh, it you're talking about we really worry about it. No, I, I mean at the end of the meeting. I, yeah. I I I I assume that sort of a I, I assumed his acceptance of that was just the sort of vague general acceptance of well he'll kick anybody's butt who who's not doing the right thing as part of maybe you not know. but you know i mean that's really all that i that's that's frankly all that i intended by putting him in the role he was um so 
I mean, like I said, it's a secondary issue, and I will definitely talk to him and figure out. Um, okay. What do you need? So yeah, I, said, I, well, I, I, I the, yeah, yeah. Some some of the expectations I had that uh, that um, I was surprised to see differ. Um, so okay. my understanding was you would be introducing the topic uh, at the mm -hmm. beginning of the meeting. Mm -hmm. And then you asked me to introduce it. And I don't know why you did that. Well, I thought you were going to moderate. Yes. And so, but you, you, the, so the deal was you to, were going to I introduce. did not want to steal your thunder by framing it in a way that was different than what you wanted. So we could, that was definitely an awkward handoff, but that was my intent. Well, I, I, I mean, I don't care about the awkwardness. Um, I, okay. The thing that, okay, I guess what I would say, I don't mind. All right, let me be very clear. I don't mm -hmm. mind. The the okay. thing that got me is I'm I, I'm very confused by it because okay. uh, you're the one who who sort of established this and said you know I'll introduce the topic. And sorry, sorry, established which? This this process of like at the beginning of the meeting you would introduce the topic. I thought that's what we agreed to when we discussed this sort of triumvirate we have created. Um. I suppose so, sure. Um, so I and again, you know, I, it, it, it wasn't even clear doesn't... in my mind if this was actually the thing that we had agreed we were all going to do, or like this is an idea of how it might work. So uh, I was vague uh, and unclear in my own mind. So that was probably part of the issue. So okay. anyway, so you expected things to go differently. Um. I, okay. I guess I would just say that, like. Um... It, it's just surprising to me that that I was expecting one thing and then it went the other way, and that's all. Mm. And I I wasn't prepared for that, so you sort of you sort of shocked me at the beginning. That's all. Um, it's not a big okay. deal. I'm not complaining. Um, right. I I don't have. I'm just I'm just saying. I guess what I would say is I like it when I like it when I when I think we're in agreement about something and things go according to that plan. Like I yeah, thought we, we were mostly. Okay. Well, you know, I don't want to harp on it. I think you get the point. I'm happy. Um, the, all right. So the thing that I'm actually a little bit less happy about now though, is mm -hmm. the other part of the, the deal, which was, uh, I would be the one introducing the topic and then you would sort of refine it down to what you want. And type it sorry, up. Sorry, so and I didn't quite get the refining. Sorry. Well, what I, the refining part wasn't important. Okay, so you remember, like before, you brought up the the idea was you would you would decide the content, the topics, and I objected, saying, "Yeah, but if you do that, I'm just going to be against everything you pick, and I'm not, and it's not going to work well." And so you said, "Okay, well, David, you propose the topic." And then I will modify it, write it up, do whatever, and and then introduce it. Now this this part of the process I actually do very much care about. Okay. Um, because you're the one who proposed the topic this time. Whoa, 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 whoa! Slow, slow down. To be fair, you were the one who said next time let's tear into Ernie's uh, use on authority. You do not do you not yes. remember saying that? Okay, so you define yes. the topic. And I said, okay, if yes. you're going to do that topic, this is how I'm going to frame it. 
So I didn't choose the topic. I wrote it. I just wrote a response to what I thought was the question. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so the that's that was good. No, 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 that part was fine. I'm not complaining about that. I'm talking about for okay. next week. For next week, you, oh, you're the one who picked the topic. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So we have a lot to discuss about next week, um, but I um, and I can talk about why I jumped in there. Um, if, if there's nothing else that you have to talk about in terms of how things went yesterday uh, on Tuesday. Okay. Um, all right. What I'm hearing is that you you want to change. You deliberately did that. It wasn't an accident. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then yeah. I'm satisfied. Okay. I'm sat- all right. I'm satisfied. We don't we don't have to get into why. Um, right. I, I'm happy to know that it was intentional. All right. So right. then let me let me let me sort of let me lay out sort of my view of what I think is the most important thing here. Okay. Okay. Um, now my, recapping, my perspective on this is that um, I I am participating in a group that doesn't seem to have direction. And I am talking to the person I think is the closest to the leader of this group saying, you need to set direction, please, so we can know what we're doing. And okay. that leader person came back with a response saying something along the lines of, I'm doing the best I can. Please help me. Why don't you sort of step up and lead the conversation and show me what good leadership looks like so that I can I, we, I can learn from that? And I said, reluctantly, okay, fine, I'll do it. But there's some conditions about how okay. that will work. Uh-huh. And um, and then I'm trying to to act on that as as I can, trying to demonstrate how I would lead, right? In order to to do better. All right. Okay. And so that's that's in in the hope of sort of showing you a good example of sort of the things that I'm talking about. Okay. And one of the big issues that I was talking about is that um, uh, you move on to topics new topics, leaving people behind without settling yeah. problems or concerns. Yeah. And and I am adamantly against that. Okay. And and so um what I feel like is happening right now is that I feel like you have decided to move forward when I don't think we've adequately addressed some problems and some some concerns okay, that people so have. What problems were you trying to address on Tuesday? So I the the very simple the very I'm I'm gonna put a like my hardline stance on this. I thought about this really hard. Like okay. my, my stance is I refuse to, to to ever be in a position of leadership, ever trying to move forward leading something, unless everyone that I am working with is okay with the procedures that or the process that we are going through at the moment in time. Okay. I won't move forward. I refuse to. So, um, okay. so uh, unless we, yeah. So, uh, or yeah, we have to be okay with the the. Yeah, I I just can't I can't work with people. Sorry, but uh, I'm not sure what that sentence actually, statement actually means. Okay, uh, well, it, how it, that basically what out. it means is, basically it means that at the beginning I asked everyone, "Are you okay with this process?" And mm-hmm. um, no one. No one actually, I mean, people voiced some concerns, but no objections, mm-hmm. with the exception of Bill. Mm-hmm. Bill was nothing but <laughs> objections. Okay. 
and, and therefore you decided the operative thing was to then stop everything until you address those objections? Yes. Um, I The same thing that I, I suggested we do with Steve and the same thing that, okay. you know, I, I suggest we do with anybody who has objections so, so, to so the process that we're engaging in at the moment. This is the first thing that confused me. Um, mm -hmm. And it ties into actually the very reason that I personally was reluctant to take on this role that you've taken on. Um, so this is something that I'm really hoping we can learn something useful on. Um, I did not hear you. Um, what was your objective in talking to Bill? That's what I was confused by. Buy-in. I need his buy-in. I need his, his buy-in buy in the process. No, I need okay. it. I cannot move forward without it. What was your strategy it. for achieving his buy-in? Get him to communicate what the problem was, because I had no idea what it what it was. Get him right. to, to say something about it. Uh, I learned a lot of things, but I feel like you not learned. everything. Yeah. And so, so this is so this is the first thing I'm feeling in tension with, David. Uh, and the one I hear you telling me you need to set a clear direction for this group, and the second thing is that. Um, we can't move forward until everyone is fully on board. With, with the and current I sense staff. A and I feel I've... a tension between those two. Maybe you don't see it, but I feel one. Hello? Uh, yeah. No, I'm thinking about it. Um, I'm trying to see where the tension might be. Um... Well, for example, like, I thought the issue we had to discuss was authority, but it ended up the issue we spent a good chunk of the time discussing was whether or not Bill has an issue. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, but it was, he had an issue with the authority within the group, though. Did he? Yes. I think he had an issue with the question that was being asked. I, he, he, he quite specifically was objecting to the decisions that were recently made. Right, so this is the thing with Bill that I find confusing, maybe you don't. What Bill, so I think you've heard me talk about uh, weird culture before, Western, Educated industrialized rich democracies. This came up during the DBS discussion. I don't know if you remember that. Ring any bells? If not, I'll drop it and put you for reference points. I mean, I, I I know you mentioned it before. Okay, but the anyway the, the um there's a, the, the 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 thesis basically is that Western culture is fundamentally different than traditional cultures that have lasted for millennia. Um, and that Silicon Valley, uh, well, I've been talking about people, sort of ultra weird in that sense, in that whatever ways that we are different from, the Westerners are different from traditional culture, Silicon Valley is some ways even more different uh, along those same vectors. And in particular, I have come to the belief that most that I and most of my peers in the engineering disciplines uh, are somewhere on the autistic spectrum. And that there are certain emotional social cues that quote unquote normal people take for granted that I am oblivious to. 
is that a plausible hypothesis to you or do you not think in those terms? Um, I, I, I think, I mean, like, I mean, you're commenting on your experience and I, I don't know whether it is, I believe you, if, if that's what uh -huh. you're getting at. Okay. Um, I, I think you, there's you, plenty of things you, that, you know, I think generally people are blind to certain things. Fair enough. But the thing is, in technical culture, there's certain things which are social norms that sort of take into account that. Anyway, uh, again, again, maybe not. But so one of the things that I have noticed in my conversations with Bill is that I do not think this is a problem just sitting down with Bill and explaining everything to him and making sure he's happy, because I've done that multiple times over the course of the Great Reset. And so my sense is that there's two different things going on with Bill's uh, feedback. One is that um, he has some genuine deep concerns that are really central to the group's purpose that need to be addressed. And that is a true statement. The second thing is that because of the way his mind works, there are lots of things that bother him because they don't fit together and line up correctly. Uh, and that is also a true statement. And those two things overlap, but they are not the same. Not every random question he asks is actually related to fundamental issues we need to, to grapple with. Absolutely, that's true. Okay, and so um, the, the other thing that surprised me was that uh, I was thinking about in terms of feedback I would have for you on your performance, which I thought you did a beautiful job of introducing that and asking for feedback. And I think the main thing I would really like uh, is that I would like you to wear a pink shirt. Okay, I, like like still with me? the the euphemism is is really, I mean, it's kind of annoying. Can you be Okay, but exact? let me just say what I mean. First of all, I actually really would like you uh, to buy a pink shirt and wear it the next time you moderate as a symbolic gesture that your goal here is to be neutral and to moderate oh, and to help the group discuss and uh, um, you know, share what they are thinking and feeling in order to accomplish the larger purpose. Oh, I, well, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. So, so this is, this is um, where there has some cognitive dissonance, right? It's because you say your purpose is one thing, but then I discover mm -hmm. it's actually something else. And therefore I feel like, okay, there's something I'm missing here. Well, wait, wait, what do you mean it's something else? Like, where have I been? I, mean, I thought you said that your job was to moderate. And then you just said you can't do that. But now I'm confused. So, so I, I, I guess in your mind, you're thinking moderation means unbiased and without an agenda. In my mind, that is not the case. And okay. in my mind, moder moderation, moderation is about sort of um, controlling things, certain things, and letting other things go. Like you moderate, like the flow of water. Right. Okay, so uh, it doesn't have to be. 
Okay, so throttling. Okay, that could be the case. But I guess the question really is, what is the agenda? Is this a public agenda that we've all agreed on? Or is this your personal agenda? I mean, it's it's the agenda I stated at the beginning. Like, I, I do... I try to like I try to very carefully state like this is what I'm trying to do before I do the thing. Right. So okay. So so help me understand then. So I thought. So it, well, here's why I felt like there was two different agendas that I at least saw in conflict. Like, the same thing happened last week too. So there's something I'm not understanding here. Okay. Is that um, you were uncomfortable? that bill was uncomfortable i i am uncomfortable and, when anyone in that group has an opinion and isn't sane. i understand so the question is then what uh so okay and then so this is the thing that is uh so I, i'm still not sure like how we reconcile this because if we have to wait until everybody's comfortable with everything, I feel like we never get anything done. Uh, you know, I thought we made good progress last week. Um, uh, last week, so yeah, last last week I thought we did, and yesterday I don't think we did nearly as much. I mean, what did you actually? I mean, I learned that Ted was less happy than I thought he was, uh, which was sad but not exactly surprising, and. Uh, I learned that there's something that Bill had been doing for a while that bothered you. Well, I mean, I brought it up um, regularly. What, sorry? So it, I brought up Yeah, so the question Bill's... is that, so, but here's the thing, and, and, and so this is the reason that I personally did not want to moderate that discussion with Steve, is because I feel like, and this is where I feel like there's some either confusion or divergence in our views here, which would be great if we could sort this out, is that I feel like if I am in that role, I need to be an honest broker. I need to make sure that I'm making decisions based on what is best for the group rather than what's going to make me feel the most comfortable. Right. I, I, I get that. So I, I let, me, let me let me try to explain a couple of things. Um, okay. So it's true that I have I have background with Bill, uh, lots of history mm -hmm. and experience. I've I've worked with him mm -hmm. for years. I've done ministry with mm -hmm. him for years, and mm -hmm. um, let me let me explain this. I'm scared. I'm actually very scared. Um, Thank you for your honesty. Um, okay. <laughs> let me tell you what I'm scared of. Um. I'm scared of uh, Bill because mm -hmm. I've seen many people ignore him to their detriment. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there have been many times in which I thought I understood him. I ignored what he was saying and mm -hmm. he ended up proving himself right. There was something I was very blind to. Mm -hmm. And what I would say is the, the first time it was sort of interesting the first time that happened, it was interesting. The second time it, was, it, it happened, it was like, okay, well, that's a little concerning. The third, fourth, and fifth time, um, I'm becoming paranoid. Mm -hmm. And I would say that it happens at a, a regularity that I 
Bill's unhappiness always gives me pause. Sorry? Because it means his unhappiness gives me pause because there's a chance that I'm doing something wrong. Now, the problem with Bill is that he does not communicate it well. And um, frankly, he can be childish and refuse to engage in other stuff. And so it's difficult to sort of parse that out, to sort of say, like, is this a real thing or, you know, is he just in a bad mood? Because you right. know, some some things can disturb him, and like I know I can't talk to him for like three days because he just needs time to calm down, and it's really three days. Yeah, I um, believe that. But what I would say is like watching what's going. I, I've been watching him carefully, and like his his happiness with the group has and been way, nothing this but. Is a, uh, this is a uh, point check. Um, mm-hmm. We are still recording this, but I'm more than happy to scrap this if you want to be more honest. Um, you can decide at the end what you want me to do. Because I think this is really important. Understanding, helping me understand what's going on between you and Bill is way more important than getting this on the podcast. Yeah, in, in my mind, I'm I'm saying really positive things about him, and I don't. Okay. Uh, I don't have any. This in in my mind, like the negative is so nothing that like this. Yeah. I I'm not holding back. I'm not holding back at all. Okay. So fair I don't mind. Uh, like I, this is, I, this is about the highest compliment I can give him is like, he has things to say that I think are worth listening to. And I don't think that about almost anybody. Uh Unfortunately, I think most of the time I have to, I have to wade through some nonsense because he's not good at communicating and maybe I'm not good at listening to it. I don't know anyone who is good at listening to him. Um, so it's easy to point the finger at him, but you know, at the same time, I feel responsible because he keeps proving himself right. Um, so I, I, I've done it too many times. I've done it too many times. And I, I have a few, I have a few indicators I try to use to, to see is like, is this just a temporary thing where he's, he's, he's upset about other things and he's just sort of bringing other stuff into it? Or mm-hmm. is this actually a real consistent problem? And what I would say is mm-hmm. it's been over a month now. It's been over a month in which his happiness with the group has been very steadily decreasing. Okay. And um, he brings up the same sort of issues, and I feel like we address them. I really do. And I haven't been able to get at the heart at it with him, and I've been trying. And Janet has been trying, too. Uh, Mm -hmm. Independently and together, we've been trying. Um. And I know, I know that, like, and I'm not going to talk about this, and, and I don't think it matters. But you know, there's things going on in his life. There are lots of things mm-hmm. going on in his life that that right. you know could have been. I just assumed those things were the cause. For, for most of this time, okay. I just assumed that stuff is going on in his life. That's why he's acting weird. We can safely mm-hmm. ignore him. I no longer think that. Uh-huh. I really no longer think that. It's just like mm-hmm. he is. He's getting more and more adamant about it, and. I've been trying my best to sort of weed that stuff out and sort of dig at it. And I would say that, like, I I never felt comfortable with what we were doing in the first place. I didn't feel quite comfortable trying to take over the group, trying to lead the group, even just as a moderator. I didn't feel comfortable with that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like how we're making decisions now. I don't like how we are deciding things. I don't think this is a good way to do it. And 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 you know mm-hmm. I'm willing to experiment. And that was sort of the that was sort of like the umbrella I took this under. But under the experiment, uh-huh. I'm like under the experiment, like I have some rules for myself that I apply. 
And one of those rules mm-hmm. is I can't, I can't allow myself to be a tyrannical leader. And if I think somebody has huh. objection to well, what I'm doing. That, that is so funny uh, that you frame it that way. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, please. Okay, because this is where huh. I have the cognitive dissonance. So my mm-hmm. understanding of the opposite of tyranny is respecting other people's autonomy. And so, you know, I would think, and again, if you weren't able to do this or you think it's a bad idea, that's fine. But I would think that when, Bill, it sounds like you have something important. You really want this to be a safe place where we can share what we're feeling. Is there anything you would like to ask the group? And if Bill says no, then you say, okay, maybe we can talk later. That to me is respecting each other's autonomy. And it seems like you have a principle of getting everyone to share what's unsaid that is stronger than that principle of autonomy. Yes. And, and, and for good reason. Um, well, for understandable reasons. I, I'm, uh, I'd like to hear this, what, what they are so I can make my own determination of how good they are. Because I, I know that I can manipulate, and I know that I Sorry, can manipulate myself. I know that I can manipulate people, and I know that I can justify that manipulation. Mm-hmm. So that I can I can discourage people from bringing something up, or I can fast pace an agenda in order to bypass criticism of myself or what I'm doing. Okay, I can always do that. Okay, I'll believe you. And it, and because of that danger, I, 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 I can't allow myself to bypass criticism. Yeah, unfortunately, it seems to backfire. Um, I'm not convinced that's the case. I'm not convinced okay. that's the case. Okay, let me, let me, let me. The, um, I felt really uncomfortable with how you handled that interchange with Bill. In fact, I cut you off at some point. And um, I have not felt, and because of that, the impression I was left with is that, well, Dave is really sensitive on this issue, and I need to be really careful how I approach him because um, this is a hot button for him. So that made me more, uh, less likely to tell you what I'm actually thinking. Wait, 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 wait. Which issue? I don't understand. The Sorry? issue of. Well, so I hope you appreciate. You, you, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't specified the issue, so I'm confused. That's all. So the way that you, from my perspective, you, uh, you haven't. Uh, the. So okay. Um. The last time we met, uh, we framed our relationship as you uh, seeing me doing something wrong and wanting to help me. I see some things that I think you are that I think you are struggling with that I would like to help you with. Is this a good time for me to speak into them? I uh, sure. Um, okay. I 
as long as we can get back to to, to this topic, I don't, I don't mind doing a quick. It is this topic. Framing. Right. Okay. Right. So, for me, the hard part, self-indulge for a moment here, is that the the hard part of all of this is what is it that I need from the group, and what does the group need from me? And of all the things God is telling me, which are the things I need to apply myself, and which are things that I need to get the rest of the group to understand? And that is a constant struggle, and um, I don't say do it right, but one of the things that I look at is, okay, where am I responding out of a need to address my own personal discomfort and my own insecurities? And what would it look like? What, what help do I need to respond like Jesus does? And so um, when I saw you sort of I mean, I think you literally said you were calling out Bill for his negativity. Do you remember that? Yes. Well, I, okay. I mean, the, the hypocrisy about it, but yes. Sorry, whose hypocrisy? Well, uh, he actually you objected to, to... Yeah, Bill Bill objected to my negativity, right. and I so, said, no, I have so to call that out. Let, let the, me just do a quick self-awareness check. Do you understand mm-hmm. why I might find that ironic but you're calling Bill out for negativity. No, no, you you missed it. You missed it. Okay, I just corrected Sorry? that. It wasn't. Uh, let me let me explain. I didn't call Bill out for being negative. I called him out for being a hypocrite about it. As in, he called me out for using negative language, and I said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I have to call you out on that. You're the one who's using negative language and all of this. You can't just call me out while you're doing it yourself." And I called you out I, for that because when you looked at the text messages he had written, he was not, he may have had negative intent, but he was not using negative language. Uh, okay, no. So, so first off, he has, has definitely, no, I just, dis, I strongly disagree. I strongly disagree. Like wanna, everything about the text. Di- no, no, I don't, he, I don't want to go. everything. So I, I could certainly, you know, the Zoom chat, this was great. It was all there in black and white. I looked at it. Yes. Right. Yes. He's like, "Why are we doing this? What is the purpose of this?" And you could certainly read those negatives, uh, and I certainly have and did, but they were—he was not using negative language. Okay. Okay. So let me. So the, the problem I have here is what you did was you you limited it the scope to um, one thing without any of the context. Okay. So I like understand. first off. All right. So, like, for example, like, uh, like Ted, Ted actually on his own sent me a text saying you were definitely right. The bill was giving off negative vibes, body language and framing. Yeah. And. So, like, if you want to be pedantic and say, well, yeah. the actual word choice he used wasn't negative and that's all that matters. I'm like, no, that I'm wasn't what Bill was matters, talking about. That's, but, but let me, that wasn't what we were talking about. Let me make about. a harsher point, if I may. Then. Okay. Okay, so it is certainly true that Bill was giving up negative vibes. Okay, but but that's 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 it's fair to say, more accurately, he was giving up vibes that I interpreted as negative. Okay, 
right? And so, I'm, uh, and I understand, believe me, I understand that when you're trying to run a group and people are acting in ways that I perceive as negative, it is very frustrating. The thing that I am trying to learn and practice and develop as a norm of a group that the thing we are practicing at getting better at together is responding as Jesus did. And looking at people not in terms of the negativity and frustration they are causing us, but trying to understand what is the grace they need from us to do better next time. This is this is this is this is so weird. Like okay, the thing that gets that gets me is like I I I don't like framing things as negative or positive. Mostly yes. because I think I, I think you that, went there. I didn't. <laughs> so that's the point. Like 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 the, the thing is Bill, Bill went there. Bill's the one who made so? who called me out on this. He called so, you out for calling I, him out for being negative. No, 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 no. He he right, so, said. So what, 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 which which phrase are we responding to? So so, Bill said he's not going to respond to to me being negative. The negative okay. language I was using. Okay. Okay. And, and and I said and I said that's ridiculous. You're the one who's also being negative. Okay, and that's the point where I think the conversation went off the rails, right? Because the um, Christ-like response, I believe, to that one saying, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to impute that to you. Let me rewind and try a different tack. Okay, so you you are suggesting an alternative response to that situation. Yes, and okay. in fact, this is the, this is the hard thing that I'm trying to figure out how to teach and learn is that when someone strikes you in the face, we don't say how dare you. We actually turn the other cheek. Isn't that what we signed up for? Mm. Yeah, I guess. Um, Sorry, I didn't quite. Hear I you guess. Well. I guess what I would say. I no, I'm thinking. I, I guess the, okay. the the thing I guess I, I have a problem here is that I feel like you're suggesting that I was getting defensive about this and that I shouldn't have done that and it caused uh, the conversation to break down. That is one way and, of framing it. And I don't agree with that interpretation. Okay. So let me try a different phrasing. So if that framing is not working for you, let me try a different framing. 
and help help see if you disagree with this one. And I'll say this until I'm blue in the face. The whole purpose of the Great Reset is for us to learn how to love more like Jesus. And the way I saw you respond to Bill, I thought was natural and understandable and reasonable. Um, after all, you're only human. But what I thought was that the whole point of this is to create context where we get to interact with each other and see, we say, you know, hey, that way you responded there, that I, I can imagine a response that was more Christ-like. Would you like help doing that next time? All right, so, you know, I, I appreciate, I really do. Thank you. I appreciate that you, you are trying to help here. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, it, it's difficult because I, it's difficult because I'm not convinced that, that another approach would have been better. I sorry, I, I'm not talking about better or worse, effective, less effective. I'm simply asking the question. I think but, that would have been more Christ-like. Would you disagree with that statement? Yes, I guess I do. I guess that's sort of what okay, we're, right, we're getting down right. to. Okay. Okay. Thank you. That 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 clarifies where we stand on the issue. Um. I I think that like it's it's tough because you know there there do you there think are plenty of times... self love. In a way, yes, I do. Okay. Because do you um, think you could have I... done a better job of making him feel loved? I I I can't I can't I'm trying to find better ways, but I don't okay. know of a better way. Would you like help? Well, yes, and that's why I'm happy to talk to you about this. Okay, good. I mean, uh, let me let me try this. I I I, okay. I welcome all critic. I I want criticisms. I'm not going to necessarily accept them. Um, I want to be okay. convinced. Please convince me. I'm open to have this discussion. I'm open. I'm, I'm open to everything. Like if I if so. I'm big on autonomy, as you know, right? Like, if you think this is an area that you want to get better at, and you are interested in my feeble efforts and assistance, I would like to help you with this, because this is an area that I am trying to grow in as well. Yeah, so I, you know, the thing is, I think this sort of goes back to the root of the, the difference between us. Um, uh -huh. You see, like, in my mind, like, Bill doesn't need it, it does not need people being soft and gentle to him. He may so say that's what he wants, but I don't think that's the case. I think wait, that wait, so, so, did you say the word soft? Yes. Ah, okay. I can see how that would be a source of confusion. I mean, I personally would never describe Jesus as soft. No, 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 no. It's not about it's uh no so sometimes Jesus is, is soft. It's I'm describing the Tender, behavior, not the person. Sure. Okay, okay fine. Okay. I, I 
Bill doesn't need someone being tender to him. I don't think he needs that. Really? Um, I don't even think he, he wants think he it. Uh, so I, I think. I, I I think he 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 really deeply desires somebody to see him. Ah, that's good to be seen. Yes. You think Bill felt seen? Yes, I think he felt more. I think he felt more seen yesterday than at any point in the Great Reset that I have seen. I don't know about before I showed up, but yes, I think absolutely far more seen than than any other time by a lot. It's not even close. Okay. I'm trying to follow up with him. I'll be curious to see. One of the challenges that I've found, especially dealing with engineers, but human beings in general, is that if people have a, and what we keep asking you, if people have a intense experience, they often blank out certain things that happened or what they were feeling at the time. And techies are especially good at not even remembering if they had emotions at the time. So, okay. So you can believe true. That, that this was the best you could do to help him feel seen. Okay. Yes. I can, um, in my experience, okay, let me just make a stylistic point. I think there are better ways to make people feel seen than calling them out. Oh, absolutely. No, 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 no. There's no doubt about it. That's, that's a, a terrible approach. It's absolutely a terrible approach. I, I would, I would be uh, unhappy with anyone who, who went to that right away. So did, did, you, did you not hear yourself calling out Bill? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, it's, it's sort of like, it's, it's, it's what I would say is it's a terrible approach, but if there aren't any other better ones, it's what you're left with. And okay. so are you what I would, what I would the, so are, are you denying that there were any better ones or you just didn't have any better available to you? Uh, there weren't any available in that situation. I humbly disagree. I yeah I know I mean like when I say that situation I don't mean that it, that situation generically with anybody in that I mean with Bill specifically yeah I I, I strongly believe that like uh, there aren't better approaches right now when when it comes to okay can I that's one and you tell me why it's worse yeah sure please okay, it's like Bill um, okay it seems like there's something really bothering you. Mm-hmm. Um, can you elaborate on what it is? He'll say, like, no, I was just curious. Bill, like, you know, let me just make it clear here. You know, the whole purpose of this meeting is we want to get better at listening to each other and making sure everyone feels heard and seen. And you can say, you know, hey, I'm really glad that when I dropped that thing about feeling upset about this being just a Bible study, you know, Eric called on me to really share what I was feeling, even though I didn't think anybody else wanted to. Uh, if there's something that's on your mind, I think everyone here would really appreciate it if you would share what that is. Uh, why do you think that would get him to respond differently than how he did? I don't know whether it would get him to respond differently, okay? But it would make the rest of us feel a hell of a lot better. Because you're coming from a yeah. position of humility and helping rather than I'm calling you out because you're, you know, because I, I have the chair and the authority and I'm calling you out. It, he may not have responded, uh, he may not have responded any better, but I don't think he would have responded any worse. 
I I think he I think there I think I am of the opinion that this is probably the best approach to get him to come out of his shell and actually state what what's bothering him. And okay, did I mean did he? Uh, I think we ran out of time. Yeah, because I cut you off. Because you yeah. wanted to talk about all the stuff that you posted before, and I declared that off bounds. Because I thought that was so. I mean, here, let me just ask you the question. So, let me ask you this other question. Um, actually, let me ask you the large question, which is what I want to talk about anyway, which is really the big question that I feel like I need to answer is what do you think you need in order to love more like Jesus? Um, discernment. It's definitely discernment. What do you mean by discernment? Um, well, so I have to admit that most of the time I have to guess at what the best approach is to get through to someone, to, to get them to open up, to get them to um, to connect with them, to let them know that, you know, I care and, and see them. And um, it is guessing most of the time. And I, I can say with certainty that um, I know... I know these approaches work, but I also don't know when they work. And sometimes I just have to guess and try and then success. Um, so, like, uh, Bill is one of those people in which I've had success with him by badgering him. Trying to, to um, trying to, to, uh, be sympathetic to what he's saying, trying to listen to him and just sort of let him talk about it has, has not worked out well in the past. Um, mm-hmm. Confronting him has. Mm-hmm. And I was hopeful it would work again. Um, there are other people in which that is the case. And it, it, there's usually... Be- yeah, I have theories about why one, one tactic works with some people in some situations and other times it doesn't. But... I, uh, they're not very, I don't know. They're not very concrete and, and well justified. And so, because I also think that there are people in which uh, their hearts are just hardened and there is, there is no technique that will work. There is no reaching in reaching them. Um, and, and sometimes it's, it's good to know that. But I do, I do, I don't believe, I do believe you've, that some people write up. You've never heard of the Janet principle. I, I'm sorry, the what, what principle? I, I realize, you've, even though you know Janet, you've never heard of the Janet principle. I, I guess not. Yeah. What's it? Um, I can share later when you have a moment to break. Uh, please. So just before um, I heard you, um, oh, sorry, keep going if you haven't finished. Right. So uh, I, I, I have encountered too many people who, who were sort of just written off as too difficult, um, too mm-hmm. hard to reach. They weren't reasonable and, yet, and whatnot. And that by sort of pushing in and not just 
um, not using like kitty gloves with them, not being soft and tender, but really pushing. I was was able to make tremendous headway and in transformation that that didn't seem possible otherwise. But then I'm I'm certain I've met people in which it was just straight up, you know, uh, the hearts were hardened. There was no reaching them, and um, I don't regret the effort, but I do think that because it, it, it at least benefited me. But I do think that I, you know, completely failed to have any positive impact on them. And um, being able to dis discern between those cases would be tremendously useful. And it is something that I, uh, I would, that I, I, I'm very super focused on trying to improve. Okay, so what, let me just what I heard you say. If you were wrapping up, is that. Um, you define loving like Jesus primarily in terms of having a positive impact on other people that you're um, and that you would like to have better discernment. To, uh, you have a few sort of strategies that you've used, including uh, we use the term badgering or at least pressing in. And that um, in particular, understanding uh, which people are reachable or not reachable would be a useful thing so that you're not wasting effort. Yes. Is that a first summary or did I miss something? Uh, that's pretty good. Okay. Um, so. You might, you might tell me the Janet principle or? Sure, yes. So Janet, I had lunch with Janet and Bill. This is even the first time I met Janet. This was at my office in uh, Motto in Palo Alto, actually at the Fry's next door. Um, the little cafe there, and Janet shared about the story of her dad, of how she, uh, about her dad, who was a very hard-hearted, hard-headed man, severe emotional limitations, and she had to basically gave up a good chunk of her life to live with him, um, and all the while he was incredibly harsh on her and even harsher on God. And then he was uh, dying and had lost consciousness. And it seemed like it was all in vain. And then just before he died, he woke up and said some words, which to her communicated that he had, in fact, connected with God and acknowledged that God was real and God was true. Yeah, I've heard that story. Okay, yeah, that's what I call the Janet Principle. Because I... Uh, as you mentioned, I had dealt with lots of uh, authority figures who I have, you know, I feel like I betrayed my trust, frankly. And the question, and you kind of felt sometimes like all of Western civilization is in the same boat, and then it's dying, and it's hard-hearted, and there's nothing that can be done. And what Janet showed me was that sometimes just suffering and serving in love can enable a breakthrough beyond anything we can do with our strength alone. And the reason I believe that is that it reminds me an awful lot of Jesus on the cross. And so it feels like there is a design pattern there of enormous power that is worth understanding. So that's the general principle. 
I mean, like once again, it doesn't feel well defined. I wish it was. I mean, um, it, 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 it's, it's as easy and hard to understand as Christ on the cross. So, but let, okay, let me give you two concrete examples of uh, a place where someone who I had thought was very hard of heart and hard of hearing um, and had no interest in being vulnerable uh, opened up to me as I attempted to practice this. You with me? Okay, yeah. I mean, you already gave one example of a Janet, which I'm, which I'm happy with. I'm um, over, uh, slowly degrading over time, so I don't always get a high. But I was worried about dropping off. Still there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay. So, I was running this online group. There was a guy there. You may know him. He was always asking a lot of questions in a way that made it feel like he really didn't trust me. And he was very concerned about telling me what I was doing wrong and had no interest in letting me help him and no interest in admitting any weaknesses. And I said, well, you know, I got a lot of weaknesses. I've got a lot of things wrong with me. I'm open to anyone who's willing to suggest things that I'm wrong, even if I don't think I'm wrong. Let's see where this goes. And what happened was there were points where he was convinced that I would not trust him, and I did. And then he disclosed some things about himself that I was surprised that he was self-aware of, that he has a tendency to uh, destroy things for the sake of winning an argument, for example. And that was really precious and powerful to me. And I feel like that only happened because I wasn't trying to convince him that I was more right than he was. But because you're not a, I was trying to be all right, honest. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. This, this, this is. I don't like the cryptic, like nonsense here. Okay, okay, okay it sounds okay, like please, you're talking, talking to, about you in our last previous two episodes. Um, yes, and it's nonsense. Right. It's, I completely disagree with that characterization. It's absolute so, nonsense. How come you never admitted the fact that your secret agenda was to destroy things until then? No, no, I didn't say I had a secret agenda to destroy things. I'm saying that I have a tendency to to want to do that. Right. I told you my I told you my actual agenda was to get you to change how you lead, and I've been very clear about that from the very beginning. Right. So, so here's the thing. But here's but has it has it ever have you even considered the possibility? that I might have something to teach you. Yes. So what I'm trying to teach, so this is, this is, this have is, you, this have is, you, this have you considered the possibility that you have actually not heard what I've said, that every time you thought you yeah. heard me, you actually did every time I've seen, every time you've tried to show me it, I've seen the exact opposite of what I thought. I thought you were trying to create a forum that was safe and neutral where everyone could feel listened to, but really, you were trying to make sure that you felt comfortable. Regardless of whether everyone else felt comfortable. Mm. That's not what I want to do. 
Okay. That's so the gonna... that I think we have some. I'd like to spend some time in scripture trying to figure out where we're disconnected. Okay. Let me let me let me try that that again. Have you considered that when you think you hear me, and when you think you understand what I'm doing, that you actually never have? Yes. No, no. So like like right now, you said, oh yes, of course. That's the reason why. Uh, one of the reasons why I think that is because it. just isn't that what you said. No, you see, like the problem is in your admission, you actually contradicted it. Because you okay. said, you said you you ascribed to me motives that I didn't actually have. Okay, so full so, so help. Okay, just let's try again. What exactly are your motives? <laughs> so let me draw the line again and tell me where I missed it. Okay, the kind of leadership I want is where we are sacrificing our own comfort in order to accomplish God's purposes for the group we're serving. Do, do you and what think... I heard you say is that, well, you're not uncomfortable, and regardless of what the group thinks you want or thinks they need, you're going to deal with it because that's what you think, that's what you need to feel safe and comfortable. No, it's not about me feeling safe in the group. You think what I do makes me feel safe? I'm the one going out on the limb. I'm the one who's, who is, is looking like the bad guy. Like, all I'm doing is exposing myself to criticism and, and bad views. Like, like, nothing I'm doing is, is easy. None of this makes me feel I good. I, I know it's not easy. That's why I love you so much, because you're doing the really hard work. That doesn't mean you're doing it right. Yeah, but, like, you, you just suggested that I'm doing it in order to feel safe. And I'm like, I'm doing the opposite. I'm doing things that isn't safe. I'm taking nothing but risks. You're not taking emotional risks. I, I, I think when, when I challenge a good friend in front of people who are relatively strangers and stepping up as a leader to do this, putting my, I'm saying, I, am, I, I think I can do better. And please let me try. I am taking an extreme risk. You have, and I want to honor and acknowledge that. I apologize if I spoke otherwise. Like, like I'm doing this in front of everyone. Like this, this is not comfortable. This really it hurts. Like, there's no part of this that I enjoy. The only reason I'm doing it is because I have a deep conviction that this is the best way I have to make things better. So here's the thing. And it... Okay, I have spent three episodes listening to everything you have said that was wrong with me. And the one time I try and tell you something I think that you could have done differently, you have argued me out of it. Whatever happened to, wow, I never thought of it that way before, maybe I need to go pray about it. Is that not in your vocabulary? Um, I, I've never criticized you for not going back and praying on things that I have said. I don't expect I don't you to. I don't agree with you. What? And if you want I'm to tell confused. me that the right way to run a group is the way you're writing it, and you think I'm wrong, I will go and pray about it. But the way I see you running this group is like, I appreciate it, that you have stepped up, you know, as I have sometimes not gently prodded you. You have done things you are uncomfortable. You've articulated the things you need to move forward. I really appreciate that. I value that. I want to honor that. Okay? At the same time, I think it is a fair question 
for me to ask, how much of what you are doing is out of a certain kind of self-protectiveness, of putting yourself in a position of being able to judge others. Yep, my my earphones finally kicked off on me. It was a beautiful rant. Did you catch any of it? Oh no, I I heard all of it. Uh, suddenly it, it sounded like an avalanche just hit you just for the last five seconds. Yeah, the, I think my my AirPods finally had enough of me and gave up. I see. Better than Steve, his phone actually overheated and had to be thrown into a freezer. Ah, so. And this is the thing that makes it hard for me to understand because I feel like there is a fundamental difference in philosophy in, our, in terms of our leadership. And yeah. everything that I have seen um, that you've actually done is not what I want to do. And there are other things I do want to do that I'm actually very willing to do and, you know, because of your help, because of all we've gone through, I think I have a much clearer idea and it's getting clear all the time of what exactly this group needs to be and what it needs to do. But I think, frankly, almost all of that is irrelevant because um, the impression I have gotten is that nothing that we and I have done is actually helping you love more like Jesus. So in that sense, you've been more successful than I have because many things you've done have really helped me. And if I could figure out what it was that would actually help you, then we can go to market with it. Until then, I'm just spinning my wheels. I'll give you the one piece of data that I'm thinking about, which you know I don't know if it'll help you and me uh, but it feels like there's a there there. Long while ago, Steve and I talked about the word and the spirit, the body and the blood uh, of Christ as the things that help us be changed. And the discipleship, disciple by scripture, DBS thing feels like it's really good at getting people to hear the word and listen to the spirit. The one thing I don't understand and I don't know how to do that I am desperately trying to understand is the body and the blood. There's got to be a way for we as Christians to interact with each other on issues like this that are deeply emotional and, and central for each of us that are foundational to how groups function that uh, where we come together in the body of Christ under the blood of Jesus, and actually reach a consensus of, yeah, that looks like Jesus, and this is the way forward where we can be more like Jesus. I will totally concede that maybe I'm unbalanced, 
and that maybe I'm phrasing things poorly and that I, uh, my practice is imperfect. Um, but, you know, there's things I'm seeing in your behavior that don't look like Jesus to me, in all honesty. And maybe they're the best you can do, and I absolutely want to acknowledge that. And you are doing the best that is humanly possible under really, really difficult circumstances. Totally get that. I just think Jesus could do better. This is a good place to end. Um. Well, no. I okay. Because we have we have a practical concern. Okay. That we haven't addressed. All right. Um. Look, this this is this is my I started off with this is my perspective on things and and I'm sticking to it. Uh-huh. Like I said, um, I don't think you're leading it right, and I'm willing to take a risk and go out and demonstrate how I would do it. Mm-hmm. And I I think my way is better. Mm-hmm. And there are there are conditions for for which I need to to operate like I in, in order to to do that. And, mm-hmm. um, and one of those is, is, I, uh, I, I don't leave anyone behind. Um, now the way I see it is, and the, I expressed this at the beginning, I was worried that there would be little point in doing this because no matter what happened, I don't think I would be, you would be convinced of doing things differently. I, I don't think no. I would succeed in that regard. And so, I was willing to try the experiment, but even more, I'm now convinced that you will not uh, learn anything from what I'm doing. Okay, so let me tell you what I think I have learned from you. Okay. Well, no, I mean. Okay. Oh, sorry. You don't I, want me to? Because I, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you. I'm, I'm sure you put that to the test. I, I'm sure you've learned plenty, but I guess I'm, I'm proposing here is like I feel like the experiment is over. That is what I am suggesting. Okay. Because I don't think you want me to moderate. I don't think that you are looking to learn from me. And okay. I, you interfered last time. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's how strongly you object to 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 this, and how you are not looking to to, to try it out and let me let me go through this process. As painful as it may be, I do think You're it's right, worth you know, it. You know that is a fair and, point. That is a totally fair and, point. I screwed the experiment. You're right. And like you, you know, you want to move forward with with this list and consolidating it and having that as the talking point. I mean, and I, I'm I'm against moving forward at all in any way. And I like, you know, like what I would say is let's let's say, like, in in my mind, the way I see it is, um, this is how how bad this is. If we just went forward with this topic next week, and then Bill just I don't know, let's say he got hit by a bus, okay, um, accident, something happened, he just he's gone, right? Uh, mm-hmm. No hard feelings or anything, but we had ignored him, as I'm saying we are doing. I would say that that mm-hmm. fundamentally compromises my ability uh, to moderate the group. 
because when it came to somebody actually challenge challenging what was happening, being against it, we ignored them. Or either I did. I allowed that ignoring to happen. And and yet uh, when I challenge I that, you, you don't have any problem with ignoring me. What? Okay. Well, I mean, Sorry, like, that was there, there's some, I mean. Oh, I would say that, like, sure, there's times in which I don't ignore, but there, there would be a, a big, credible instance in which it was ignored. And that means that if anyone right. else had any questions or challenges, that they they already see a pattern in which it gets ignored and shut down. And I think that goes against the entire purpose of this group, as right. as best as I understand it. Right. So let me just come out and make sure your point you're making. So they, Bill said he was going to boil down his concerns into one important question that we were going to address next week. And you're worried about that because. Oh, no, no. I'm, I, I'm saying that like, I, 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 I'm saying that I don't want to, to move forward without dealing with Phil. And I think that I do not have your consent to do that. And I'm saying, like, uh, there's, I don't see a way in which I can modify my approach to satisfy you that isn't fundamentally compromising what I believe in what I'm doing. And therefore, right. I don't know how to continue the experiment. Right. You know, I think it's a fair point. Um, just so we're clear, I have no objection. In fact, I strongly encourage you to talk to Bill one-on-one -on -one and try to work through whatever it is that's there. Um, I'm certainly planning to try and schedule some time with Bill to make sure I understand his question and really help him refine it. Um, I am comfortable with, you know, given the precedence you have set, uh, I actually think I am, I feel much better about moderating, uh, this group. And, and let me be clear. The main reason I was reluctant to moderate was that the topic was someone who had called me out, uh, quite strongly. And I was as to my point before, I was very concerned that I could not moderate in a way that was actually fair to the group, that I would be too busy reacting to my own emotions to be aware of other people's. And that was the case two weeks ago with Steve. It was the case last week when it was me and my visions of authority that were on trial, which seemed to overlap on that. This next one feels less like that. Um, and so I feel more comfortable moderating. Um, and so I do think it would be good to take a break, given that, you know, I've had some concerns about your moderating style that we haven't been able to reach agreement on. Um, and then um, the, um, but the, I guess the question is, would you be okay showing up to participate next week? Uh, I'm not sure why. Why, um, why bother? So you think not just the experiment you moderate, then the experiment of the Great Reset itself is completely open? Well, no. Sorry, I mean, like, when, what, well, I mean, my concern is is that we don't have definition and that we're not going to move towards it. And okay. So I will. So are you willing to? So I'm going to try and create some definition by Saturday. God help me. And I would love you to happen. again. Well, why is it not going to happen? Oh come on! Why like, is it you, not going to happen? Say, you keep saying that you're going to define things in a way that's satisfactory, but what happens is we don't understand each other and we don't move forward. Right. Like, so not, I think, you yeah, can't yeah, just yeah, write yeah. a document and right. have so, it work so, out. So, let, me, let, me, let, me, okay, let me just get, help, throw me a bone here, uh, Dave. What okay. have people done with you 
that's helped you love more like Jesus in areas where you'd lack discernment? Okay, well, I, I feel like you're changing the topic here. But no, but like, this is the thing that I feel like if I could figure this out, that would help me understand what the great reset is supposed to do. Because we're not that different. Um, I and clearly... Um, I mean, like... I mean, Ernie, the, the thing I want is the, to bridge the understanding between us, to, to make that connection. And you know, I, I continually feel like you're no, I don't know what. So, like, I'm I'm willing to try. So, here's the thing, Dave, is that I feel like you keep changing the ground. I mean, like, first we said define the group, define the group. So I was like, now you got to deal with Steve's issue. Now you got to deal with the authority issue. Like, pick one question that you want me to answer. I will write down an answer to it, and then you will tell me in writing where my answer is insufficient. Would that help? Or is there something else bothering you that you yourself don't even know how to articulate? Do you do you not feel the fact that we are just really been unable to communicate anything? We have them? hit moments yeah. of consensus and agreement, and they hit these interesting boulders I, I, I keep feeling like you, you cling to like moments in which I say, okay, I guess we're sort of on the same page with that. But then like later we, we come uh we come to the conclusion, okay, maybe we weren't on the same page. I'm like no, no, I don't know anything playing... that we've said that we've okay, well, regardless. But the my belief for the record, having had this happen to me before, is that usually there's an emotional issue somewhere that there's some fundamental assumption that we aren't articulating or aren't willing to re-examine. And figuring out what that is is usually the key to moving forward. And the fact that you've been willing to engage with me so much despite that is deeply, deeply uh, appreciated. Uh, so, uh, you know, Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like we keep trying different approaches. And I I think that we haven't really, I don't know. I, I think you that know, they're one, not One working. approach we haven't tried, one approach we have not yet tried, is to have a third party we trust, like, say, Janet, I mean, that is, I mean, I hate to get all biblical on this, but that is the biblical way we're supposed to resolve these things, right? Uh, okay, no, no, I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree. You don't agree um, that it's biblical or you don't agree that it's worth trying? I, I don't believe it's biblical because like, you see, the thing, really? the problem, okay. yes. So, and, and the reason is because the, the thing between us, Ernie, is just that we don't have a shared understanding. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that we have a, a conflict. I don't think sin is involved here. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not. Fundamentally. So there we have, that's one of the. <laughs> well, 
Well, okay, let me let me let me try to put it this way. Uh, I, I'm sure sin is coloring everything that we say and do, and that it's probably causing problems, and it's probably the source of this. What I'm saying is that there isn't. I think like like the 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 Matthew and I, I think Corinthian verses about like how to yeah. how how to deal with this stuff are we're dealing with like um, someone seeing behavior that's sinful that is repeated and unrepentant and and dealing yes. with it. And yes. what I'm saying is, I don't see that here, and I have not heard you call me out on that. I'm not calling you. Okay. Out, would you like out, me to call on you? On, okay. Would you like me to call you out on that just so we can go through the niceties of this? I. Oh, I'm really surprised. That's what I've been this. thinking. Okay. Okay. Yes. So. Oh, no. 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 I, no. I want actually. I want to stop. 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 Oh, sorry. Before you, you. Before you do that, I. If you if you have seen repeated sinful behavior from me. Why have you not called it out until now when I I brought it up? Because you it, were so busy telling me what was wrong with me, and I thought it was only fair to let you finish your hearing rather than get all defensive and tell me and tell you what I thought was wrong with you. But you have criticized me plenty in all this time. Yeah, and you've you've repented of some of the things I've called you out on. And so, your point was okay. I I I guess my under man, this is really tough. I don't believe that we are that far out of alignment. Um, <laughs> I mean, what? Okay, let me let me be very clear. Um, okay. Ernie, my my perspective is that um, that you have not sinned in any clear or obvious way. That um, at best I could charge you with is is not fully accepting the duties that I would expect a leader to accept. Mm-hmm. Um, but you haven't. But I think also that the, the 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 sin of that is proportional to how much how much authority and responsibility you actually exercise, and and so like if you were um, I don't know in charge of a of a country and you have you know you're managing all that it, there, there's more responsibility on you, and because that you the authority that you're actually exercising is almost non-existent, and mm-hmm. and that's by your by your will. Um, mm-hmm. that the, the the amount in which I can sort of criticize you for failing to take responsibility and do a good job as leader is also practically non-existent. And mm-hmm. so what I would and what I would say is that like I I can't call it sin. I can't call it sin. I can't say that that's bad. What I would say is that you can't you can't assume more responsibility or, or authority or have more influence over anything until you correct this. And I don't know if it's God's will that you do correct this. I was here to sort of experiment with you and find out. But as far as I'm concerned, there is nothing even remotely related to sinful behavior in you that I would I would call out. I would say that I, I'm certain that there is some bad attitudes or brokenness inside you or bad past experiences that is causing this. But I don't know what it is, and it's and and I can't. So there's nothing I would, I can't possibly call out anything. You know, all I can say is what you're doing well, is ineffective. 
Okay, that, 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 that's very generous of you. Thank you. I don't think it's generous I, because, uh, I'm, I don't know, I'm a selfish person. I would say the same thing happened to me. I would say that, like, uh, in terms of, of trying to exercise leadership, the, the amount of authority I had was near non-existent. And so I, I hold myself to that basically same standard that, like, any way in which I failed as a leader is, is negligible. And so I can't, I can't, I, I wouldn't accept someone saying, well, David, you were a leader. If someone came up to me and said, well, you were a leader for two weeks and you didn't take responsibility and you did a, a bad job and that's sin. I would say I wasn't, a, I didn't have authority over much of anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm not being generous to you. I'm doing it to both of us. Okay. I, I'm surprised to hear that. I'm, I'm surprised to hear that there's something else though that you have in mind. So. Uh, I, I do want to hear it, please. Sure. Okay. So, just I, mean, I have a uh, maybe an expansive definition of sin. If sin is missing the mark, anything that is not of faith is sin. Anything that is not fully representing Jesus, to my mind, is in some sense sin. Um, Isn't almost everything but, sin then? Because we're, we're well, in so, yes, in some sense it is. Um, the law, well, then, the whole thing. Then I don't, the law, I don't but, think. But, but, but let me. But, but I can be more specific in this case. That was just okay, acknowledging well, that I have I'm a very those, expansive definition of sin. Well, I'm saying those verses don't apply to your expansive definition. That's whatsoever is not the faith of sin. Uh the the verses about dealing with unrepentant sin in the church and correcting a brother and sister in Christ. Those verses do not apply to such an expansive definition of sin. Because we would have to do it to literally um, everyone at all times. No, no, you, you, you totally are missing the whole point of this, which is uh, the, the uh, Galatians six one. I assume I, I give you the benefit of the doubt. I assume you are sincere when you say the most important thing is to love more like Jesus. Okay. Uh-huh. Thank you. Um, and therefore, I say, okay, I see something in you that I think is hindering your ability to love more like Jesus. And it okay. is a thing that is, um, that I run into it quite a bit. And um, I had thought that either uh, you were unaware of it um, or you were aware of it and you were striving mightily to it. There's a wonderful phrase I, I heard at Apple is that you give um, positive uh feedback when you have unconscious um, competence and conscious incompetence and you give negative feedback when you have uh, unconscious incompetence or conscious competence so if someone knows they're struggling with something you generally want to be encouraging if they don't know whether they're struggling with something uh, or they're in denial about it then you need to point something out so I was trying to understand where you were with these issues. And I've come to the conclusion that these are issues that you are aware of these behaviors, you do not consider them sinful, and you are unwilling to consider that they might be standing in the way of you loving more like Jesus. Well, wow, that's that this is are, a really strong statement from you. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, like, I'm so surprised that you have that kind of confidence and knowing what, I think about things when every prediction you have made has so far been wrong. Okay, so t- so, so tell me, refresh my mind about the. So I could be wrong, 
right? But I mean, no, no, I said, I no. think that the way you handled Bill in this meeting was less than Christ-like. And you say, nope, I could not have handled that any better. That's what you said, right? I don't know of a better way. Yeah. You don't know of a better way. Okay. Well, are you interested in, but no, 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 that's not you. It was stronger than that. It was stronger than that. I said that I think there are more Christ-like ways to have handled that. Uh, not that I have heard. Not, okay. not that I've heard suggestion and, and, from you. Okay. And that the example I gave, you didn't think was interesting. And there, that was the end of the discussion. I guess. So, yeah. So, I mean, this is the sense that, and, and like, it's not like I'm trying to cast you out of the church or anything. It's like, look, I think that these behaviors are not healthy and they're hurting you and they're hurting other people. You think I'm wrong. I don't know. I think it'd be really great to find someone we both trust, like Janet, and have her come help mediate the conversation and call either of us where we feel like we're not really being honest. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I mean. That's why huh. I mean by the, the, this is my sense of the heart of the Matthew 28 thing. It's not like, oh, we're going to try and put this heavy legalist across. It's not like, we need help. You know, it could be wrong. It, and it could be that I'm just misunderstanding all this stuff. And maybe she ever said it. But like, I feel like there's a there there. And if we could get over it and figure out how to work through it, that would be really powerful. And if I have some misconception, misapprehension, you know, that is blinding me, then, hey, that's great. I get that discovered too. But this seems to be the sort of thing that's the heart that is at least close to where we are diverging on this. Um, man. You know, I've... So I feel like I've done a decent job of trying to restrict um, the things I say about you to the behaviors that I'm seeing and why I don't think they, they will work, why they're not effective. Mm -hmm. And and anytime I try to, to sort of take a guess at what you're thinking, I do acknowledge that I'm guessing. And mm -hmm. I'm very open to be incredibly wrong about it. Mm -hmm. And and I think that I'm not being overly cautious. I think that I think this is actually an appropriate level of caution in those statements. Okay. I I also think that you, I worry, and I I can't tell. I'm worried. If oh no no, no let me try it this way. Uh, it's not about worry because I don't think it matters. I feel I feel like mm -hmm. you haven't done the same. That you have, for the most part, not at all done the same. That, that I haven't given you the benefit of the doubt. No, not benefit of the, the doubt. I, I, I don't want the benefit of the doubt. I want you to have doubt. To sorry, what? I want you to have doubt. I don't want you to assume the best of me. I'm not saying you didn't assume the best of me when you had doubt. I'm saying that you have lacked the doubt that I think you should have. Right. I, I feel like I've gotten to the place where I feel something strongly. Because I have, and I acknowledge that I might be wrong, which is why I would like a third-party perspective on this. Okay. Um, but I believe something, and you want, you're the one who always says, you want to know what people actually think. This is what I actually think. Yes. So let me, let me, let me be clear. Okay, let me be clear. Um, the reason I'm hesitating here, uh, it's, it's a rule for, that I have for myself, and it's because I, I don't 
I don't ever want to, I want to avoid doing something very bad. And I was worried you were going to break that rule and, and that I have for myself. And I was concerned because I don't want, I don't want that to happen for you. Okay. So it's, it, so it, what I, well, I mean, I guess I would just call it a false accusation. I don't want you to make a false accusation. Okay. So, uh, because I think that's more harmful to you than it is to, to me. I'm not concerned about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm worried. I just don't want you to do that um, for your sake. Okay. Um, so okay, as long as you that. don't, so it, and, and I think it's a simple, it's a simple matter of just being careful in the language. Um, I want you to, to openly criticize me and say where you think I'm wrong. But when mm-hmm. you when you when when we started talking about sin, that's when it turned into an accusation, and that's why I was like, oh, that is. Ah, that okay. Isn't good. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Yeah, this is really helpful actually, because I I could really use some help on this. Like, uh, and I agree that the biblical word sin has been so abused and uh, and and denatured that it's really dangerous, and I I forget that. See, for me, I have this weird way of looking at the world that. Like, if it's a matter of technique, then it's my problem. If it's a matter of sin, then I need God's help, and it's not my problem. It's like, I just need to go to the cross, and the Holy Spirit's got to do something in my heart to fix it, because there's nothing I can do about it. And so I get excited when I discover something I'm dealing with is actually a matter of sin rather than of technique. And I live in this alternate universe, and I keep forgetting that not everyone thinks that way. So I appreciate that clarification. Um, And I would be open to a um, better word that would get that point across. But I can't think uh, of one. I mean, just call it a problem. Uh, you, you can say that no, maybe so, you, so, you so, have so, a problem. So, and... No, no, see, but problems are things that I can solve. Like, to me, the whole point of Christ on the cross is that sin is a problem that we can't solve. Uh, you could call it a problem that you cannot solve, David. Well, maybe a spiritual, a spiritual issue. I think it's a spiritual issue rather than... Okay, that's actually... That's a fair term. I think there's a spiritual issue here not merely an intellectual one that we could argue around. Okay. I, a, I, I like that. I, I, okay. I think that's, that's actually a really helpful. important Thank distinction. You. That's an important distinction that we should generally be talking about. And it is kind of sad that we don't have good language for it, do we? Uh, so I like that distinction. I like it a lot. All right. That'll probably be the, the All right, so, title. Uh, yeah. So I, I, if that's the case, then I don't I absolutely, please fire away at me. I have no concerns, problems, no need to hold back. I am all for it. Okay, so what's the right next step for us? Um, Do you want to try right, another so, conversation? You want to try and have Janet or somebody? Uh, you know, I, I I love Janet. So if you think uh, it would be helpful to have her participate in this, that 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 would be fantastic. Any chance for free tonight at seven? I have my standing call with her. Oh, uh, I believe so. Actually, uh, seven. Yes. I yes, I'll have to cut the meeting short, but yes, I can do it. Is it okay if I show up a little okay. bit late? Sure, that'll give me some time to brief her. I'll, I'll send her a text message out oh. of time too, so she knows. Okay. All right, this was epic. Thank you, Dave. I really appreciate your engagement around this. <laughs> well, you know, you're still trying, and. Uh, I don't know why you're still trying. I don't understand why you're still trying. Most people give up. Um, so I do appreciate that as well. I do think, in, also I would say, I, th- I think in your mind, you're being very open and honest. And and so, what is that? That's sincerity. That's the word I want. You're being super sincere. I am um, always earnest. <laughs>
so, you know, I appreciate that as well. You're welcome. Um, I'm I'm a, I'm of the opinion that trying to understand each other is something that's a bit of a slow and difficult process. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think it's possible. As long as both parties are willing to really work on it. Yeah. No, I think that this is a, there's something here that if we can actually um, make progress on, I feel like we will actually have uh, a pearl of great price. Thank you, David. Talk to you tonight. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye.